0: Today's year, sponsored by Esther and Warren Levy, commemorating the yardset of Esther's mother, Chana Bas Arye Leib Chana Podolsky. Shalme should have an Aliyah. You know, Chazara is probably more important than learning the sugya for the first time. Although it's not possible to do Chazara until you learn it for the first time. There is a uh, so, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? You know that. Um, I was sharing with some of the Hevra not long ago <clears throat> that I saw a um, a small paragraph from the Rabchaim Chaim Balazhin. You know, there's a sefer called Kesser Rosh, or Keter Rosh, but I think he probably pronounced it Keseh Rosh. The sefer Keseh Rosh is the Hanhagis in the life and times, m- more about his Hanhagis and his Halakas and how he lived his life uh, of Reb Chaim Volozhin. Reb you know, was the uh, Talmud Mufak of the uh, of uh, of the Vilna Gaon. So the story goes, it tells over that Reb Chaim was about, I think it says, nineteen years old. Yossi ben and I came to the Vilna Gaon, and um, I told the Gaon at nineteen that I had hazard, I had reviewed Seder Moed. That's Shabbos, Him, Sachim, Shkalim, Yuma, Sukkah, Beit, Satanis, Megillim, Moikon, Chagiga. Aichazah, the entire, uh, the entire Seder, 14 times, Yudalad Pamim. And he says, I don't, it's not, it's not clear, I don't have it clear. I don't have it clear, I don't feel like it's a part of me yet. So he was saying, like, what's, what's, what's to do, what's, what's, what's gonna be, what, what should I do? So the goans, the tell, over, the goans smiled, and he says, you expect after chazering 14 times that it should become a part of you? Like, 14 times? Like, what's 14 times? So, the, the, the Chaim, said, um, Chaim said, oh, you mean I should be doing it 101 times? That's the next, you know. I would have went to 40, personally. I would have said 41st. And if 40 didn't work, I would have went to 101. But he went straight. He, I guess he knew the going. He went straight to 101. one. Nineteen. He went to 100. He goes 101 times. So the Goan said. He smiled and he says, "No, not 101 times. Your whole life, call <laughs> your Your whole life, you have to be learning and chazring. That's 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 the that's the that's the idea. Whether it's an idea, a concept, a machshava, a halacha, a lambdus. So So um, we're on our second time." Today's our second, we're gonna do our second chazara. And, uh, we'll see. The more we chaz, of course, the more we're going to know it and the more clear it's going to become. Everyone was 15. 15. <laughs> 15. <laughs> 15's a good, 15's a good one. <clears throat> Let's begin. We're gonna try in the next 45 minutes to spend some time, maybe 20, 25 minutes, reviewing the heter mechira. How it works, what it does, what it accomplishes. After that, we're going to spend about 15 minutes, 10-15 minutes on Ozer Bezdin. And I hope by the end of this year, we'll have a clear uh, uh, idea of the differences between them in, in one uh, inclusive shear. And then um, I was speaking with Rabbi Bam of hopefully inviting someone. To give a share of, and lemaisa, what happens when you go to Costco? And we can talk about it a little bit. So maybe someone in the business about uh, how they export fruits and, and, uh, and how to deal with We'll try to talk about it a little bit. Maybe we could bring in, uh, a gadol who, who, who can answer our questions lemaisa. Let's begin. <clears throat> there is a, there is a pasuk in the Torah that says lo sechanem. Lo is a unclear posik. It's ambiguous. What does Los Sechonem mean? The Chazal have different interpretations of this halacha, of this pasuk of Los And One of them is that you're not allowed to basically give land or sell land to a non-Jew in Eretz Yisrael. Losi lohem chaniyah bekaraka. You're not allowed, that Eretz Yisrael is shalanu, it's for the Jewish people, and you can't start uh, selling land. If you own land, the Jew can't sell land to a non-Jew in Eretz Yisrael. The a whole um, year uh, of Shemitah is a year that is, which we really didn't discuss over the last uh, eight nine weeks, is is there for a reason? Hashem gave the year of Shemitah for a reason. The farshim deal with different. Uh, reasons why HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us a year of Shemitah, that during the seventh year of the Shemitah cycle, we should not work our land, we should not um, plow our land, we should not uh, plant our land, we should not uh, gather the fruits in the way that we normally gather the fruits. So we have uh, very specific halachas, there should be a Shabbos, a full Shabbos, a year. Usually we have a day of Shabbos, but uh, in the seventh year there's a whole year of Shabbos where we don't touch the land basically. Is To bring, bring about a certain uh, level of bitachon, which is, of course, always an avoda to trust that everything is going to be okay, even if I'm not with my hammer and nail and, and going to work in the way that uh, we would typically um, go to work on, on, a, on, a, on, a, on a regular day. It's a big avoda to be able to be able to trust and pull back and say everything is going to be okay. Hashem's going to provide. And uh, the Torah says that there's going to be a big bracha if, uh, For those people, for Kal Yisrael, when, uh, when they keep Shemitah <clears throat> So now they had, uh, when in the early uh, 1900s, late 1800s When the Jews were finally coming back to Israel And starting to work the land and bring the land back to its former glory So uh, they were working and they were probably, I don't know what year they came But at some point they hit a Shemitah And there was a big Shiloh, what do we do with this year of Shemitah? So the, 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 suggestion went out by different rabbonim and Eretz Israel, Shmuel Mulliver and others, Raf Clapfish and, 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 um, and other of the great uh, rabbonim, um, and they suggested based on earlier sources that perhaps we can sell land, we can sell those yeshuvim, the early yeshuvim, we could sell the land to, to non-Jews. we you sell it to a non-Jew, and so then the whole Shemitah, uh, uh, discussion, the whole Shemitah obligation basically falls off. And that was a suggestion. So the first question that we have to deal with, that we dealt with, is, are you allowed to sell land? I mean, the whole Heta Mechira is rooted in selling the land to a non-Jew. If you're not allowed to sell land to a non-Jew, so then, then, then you can't get off the ground. So that's, that was our first point of discussion, our entry point, was it says, Los Sacharim, you can't sell land. We're supposed to lay the land fallow. There's gonna be a big bracha, but, we're too nervous in the 1800s, 1900s to, to rely on that. So we want to we want to keep working the land in the seventh year. So what we're going to do is we're going to come up with a heter. It's not a heter that we haven't heard of. We've been selling chomets. We've been selling the the firstborn animal of a kosher animal of, of a firstborn of a kosher animal to uh, to the non Jews to, to to remove us from those chiyuvim. So let's sell the land of Eretz Yisrael to the non Jew and we'll rely on this thing called the Heter mechira. Now that means the first the first point of entry again the first entry point into the sugya is is there a heter mechira they hear the the line it's called a heter mechira the reason why it's called a heter mechira is because maybe there's no heter to do a mechira so do you rely on the heter to do the mechira why should you not rely on the heter mechira because you're not allowed to do a mechira typically speaking because of low sachane so we said that the the way that those who rely and were suggesting the heter mechira have different reasons why the Mechira doesn't apply in this play in this particular instance? And we gave a few suggestions. One suggestion is maybe the Mechira only applies if it's done me Sus, Litzmitut, forever. Because the Mechira, you're only selling the land, you know, for a year, for two years. You know, you sell it a little bit before Shemitah, it lasts a little bit after shmita in order to take care of the halachas of Biur, which take place in the eighth year. So you sell the land for two years to the Ninja, but you know you're getting it back afterwards. Maybe Los Sakharim doesn't apply in that case. Maybe Los Sakharim only applies to an we'll sell it to a non-Ovir Avodah Zohra. Maybe Lo only applies if it's hurt because it hurts Eretz Yisrael. <coughs> How does how's it going to help Eretz Yisrael if we start selling tracts of land to non-Jews? That's a, that's terrible for the Yishuv of Eretz Yisrael. Unless, of course, it's good for Yishuv Eretz Yisrael, like in our case, where it's going to enhance and allow people to continue to live there and work there. So, so we have many. We had a whole bunch of different suggestions of why Los Lachadim doesn't apply in this case. Another suggestion, if you recall, we said is, yeah, Los Lachadim is because we don't want the non-Jews coming into Eretz Israel and then starting to tell us or show us or us learn from them of how to live. Yeah, but let's say there's a non-Jew who already owns land in Eretz Yisrael. So we sell him another another few acres. He's, not gonna, he's here already. So we, I'll sell it to someone who's already here. So maybe Los Luchanim doesn't apply. So, so we were able to, according to many posts, get out of Los Luchanim. So therefore, we can move from the point of hetermechira. It's no longer a machira problem because those who rely on it say that you're allowed to do the mechira in this particular instance. So there's a machira. Now the non-Jew owns the land. The next question that we discussed was, what's, forget the heter mechira, what's the Toeles of the mechira? Right, you hear? Heter is, we, we sold it. We, we were allowed to sell it. But what did it accomplish? That's not heter mechira anymore. Now we're in the toe So you can disagree with the heter because one, you think that there's no heter. Or you can say, I agree there's a heter, but there's no toelis Because even if the land is sold to a non-Jew, who says that helps that particular situation? So now let's discuss for a few minutes. what's the to- what is the mechira, what does it accomplish? What does it do? Before we go there, let me just mention that you should know, why not rely on the hetar mechira? The hetar mechira. We just mentioned three or four reasons. The Chazanish thought that that wasn't correct. He thought you can't start making... Reasons and then applying the halacha based on the reasons that you think that Los Sechanim applies. I think Los Sechanim is in order to not have ovdeavada Zara. Maybe it applies to even not ovdehavada Zara. Who are you to, the Torah doesn't say that clearly. So for you to for us to come up with reasons and then apply the halacha based on my reason, the Khazanish thought that was incorrect. So he held that there was no forget the us there was no heter to do the mechira so therefore, the, the Chazanish thought that you couldn't get the whole partial off the ground. But we hold, when I say we, those who hold, who disagree with the Chazanish would say that you have a the I So now let's go to the second point. Now the guy, but, and even the Chazanish would agree that if you do sell the land, you, you, you did something wrong according to the Chazanish. but I sold it. He would say that it's still... Belongs to the non-Jew now. So everybody would agree that if you do the sale, it belongs to the non-Jew. Either you were allowed to do it and it belongs to the non-Jew, or you weren't allowed to do it. But self-gospel self, it belongs to the non-Jew. So now the non-Jew owns the land. He owns a few acres of land and he's he's um, he's planting. Let's let's assume he is um, he has two two farms. He's he's planting tomatoes. He has tomatoes in the seventh year and he's planting um, um, fruits. What's a fruit that a uh, 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 mangoes He has mangoes and tomatoes. You're going to see why why we're mentioning two different farms because there are two different halakhos regarding whether it's a vegetable or it's a fruit. That's the first. So now the guy owns it. So the guy owns it. So what? It's still Eretz Yisrael. So... so. What did I accomplish? I still have the halakhas of Shemitah. Shmita applies to Eretz Yisrael. Right? Minhar haragadol So it's all still Eretz Yisrael. What? It became non-Eretz Yisrael. So here we went to a different sugya. The sugya in Gitindaf Mem Zayim. Which is the sugya of Yesh Kinyin and Ain Kinyan. That's what the sugya is called. And the shayla is, Do we say that when a non-Jew owns land in Eretz Yisrael that the kedusha of the land no longer is extant. It's not there. Because the kedusha of Eretz Yisrael only is in place when a Jew owns the land. When Jews own land in Eretz Yisrael, then it's in place. If a non-Jew owns the land in Eretz Yisrael, then the kedusha is mufka. It's no longer there. Now, if we were to say that... Now, not only is there a heter machira, but there's a big what? To elas for the machira. Because now, if the non owns the land, there's no kedusha, there's no kedusha, so it's Teenek. It's Tina I would say it's Brooklyn, but they don't have, they don't have grass in Brooklyn. So in teenak, we at least they have some grass. There are people I've heard that uh, plant tomatoes in their backyards in Teenek. Right? So you have, so, 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 so it's teenak, right? It's Bergenfield, it's New Milford. So, if it's New Milford, so there's no shemitah in no New Milford, period. So, do we say yeshkinian? Yet, there's a kenyan that when a guy makes a kenyan on land in Eretz Yisrael, even though it's in the middle of Kfarsa, middle of Yerushalayim, middle of Tel Aviv, it's middle of Eretz Yisrael proper, it's still halakhically not Eretz Yisrael. And if it's not, then there's no Shemitah. What do we say? Ain't kenyan la guy. Ain't kenyan the guy means a guy can buy it, he can play, he can, he can do things to it, he can build a house on it, but the Kedusha still remains. So the Gemara says, this is Machlokas, Rabbah and Rebelazar. And we hold, like Rabba, we hold Eim We hold It means that you can sell it to a guy from today till tomorrow. The Kedushah remains. If the Kedushah remains, so we haven't accomplished anything. You still can't plant. You still can't plow. You still can't work the land. And all the fruits have Kedushah's which we've discussed, has many halachic implications. You can't do business with Peros You can't sell them. You can't export them. You can't eat them in the normal way. You have to. You can't. Well, you can eat them in the normal way, but you can't um throw them out in the normal way. There's there's a halach. There's a positive that says, "V'haisa Shavas it's at the fruit of the seventh year, what we call Peros Shvius, lochem liachlus for you to eat, loachla with all the hefse, loachla with all the So you can't do business. You can't. You can't. You can't uh, throw them out. You can't you can't destroy them. You can't the, the Mishnah says Ain So basically, so so is, so we hold Ain Kenyan. so nothing has happened. So that's where we went. Wait, one second. That's true. Ein Ain Kinyan. That was then. This is now. That was then. What does it mean? That was then, this is now. That was then when when what? Why should, why should anything change now? Why should anything change now? So the Gemara says, it's interesting, the Gemara says, we hold in Kenyan and Eretz Yisrael proper, but there was a place called Surya, which is north of Eretz Yisrael, which Dov HaMelech conquered, which the Gemara says, only has Kedushas Eretz Yisrael mid Rabbonim. If something has Kedushas Eretz Yisrael mid Rabbonim, why? It's not Eretz Yisrael proper. Yes, so what? The halacha is that after you conquer Eretz Yisrael, you can actually expand the borders, and that becomes Eretz Yisrael Minatora. And that's Kedusha's Eretz Yisrael Minatora if you expand the borders. Call Mokom Asher Tidroch Any place where your where the souls of your people walk and conquer will become part of Eretz Yisrael. So why would David HaMelech's conquering of Syria not become Kedusha's Eretz Minatora? The answer is because that's called the Kibush Yochid, why is it a Kibesh Yochid? So Rashi tells us to have a machlokas about that. Because he conquered Eretz Yisrael before he, he conquered Syria before he conquered Eretz Yisrael. He didn't even have Yerushalayim yet, and he's going to conquer Syria. You, after you have all of Eretz Yisrael, you can start bumping out the borders. You still can't bumping out the borders until you, unless you have Eretz Yisrael problem. It's an interesting machshav in terms of chumras. I don't, it's not the place, but, but I think it has a, a machzav element of, you know, you don't, you're, you're, you're becoming a big tzaddik, but you know, like, it's like, I remember of Weinberger was telling us he was, he, he there, was, there was a person who was wearing all white, because he was in, into Kabbalah, but he wasn't wearing da'al, he wasn't wearing tzitzis. He suggested, listen, maybe first you put on some tzitzis. you know, like, eh, whatever, it was like, so you can't start taking on all the all the uh, Eretz Israel, you're going to expand Eretz Israel, what do you worry about, what's in your own backyard, let's first conquer Eretz Israel, shite. So if Surya, if we, we have a we have a we have a, we have an, a point where we hold yeish kinyan, because Surya, since the kedushas aretz ever yisrael is only midirabbanon, there we say what yeish kinyan. Why? Because where kedushas aretz yisrael is only midirabbanon, then if you sell land to a guy there, then it becomes no longer with the kedushas aretz. Oh, so that's important because what's the status of Eretz Yisrael proper today? Because it has Kedushas Arets Because if we could somehow determine, or if we hold that Kedushas Eretz Yisrael today is Midarabonon, then Yesh Kenyon would apply in Eretz Yisrael also. Well, what is the status of Eretz Yisrael today? The kedusha of Eretz Yisrael Now, please, let's not make the mistake into thinking That when we talk about kedusha of Eretz Yisrael, We talk about the natural Kedushah Natural kedusha of Eretz Yisrael Applied before Yoshua And the Jews went in it, it will apply after There's always been a, a makom When Hashem was bocher bo from, from time immemorial There's a certain place in the world That's the center of the world It's hard to know what you mean by the center but it's the center spiritually of the world, and that's called Eretz Israel. And that was a place that has inherent and innate kedusha. That's not what we're talking about. That that applies today. From Avram Avinu and Yos Yitzchak they wanted to be buried there. Why? If it didn't have kedusha, because it always has kedusha. What we're talking about is kedusha, an additional level of kedusha. Le'inyan mitzvos Eretz mitzvos atulias That only started. From the time that Yoshua came in to Eretz Israel, maybe even 14 years after Yeshua came in, what we call Kibush and Chiluk. So the question is, what, what about today? What about, is the Kedushi Eretz Israel Minat Torah? If yes, selling it to a guy will not help. If it's only Midurah Banan, then it will help, just like Surya. So that's a Machlokas. Some, most of the Rishonim say that the Kedushi Eretz Israel today, from the time of Ezra, is Minat Torah. Torah. There is a safer, a there are, some uh, rishonim who hold that kedusha today is only midrabban, and so for them, the, not the hetta mechira, the toelis of the mechira would help a lot. Why? You sell it to a guy. Kedusha only Midr HaBonon. Yesh Kenyan. There's no Kedusha in the land. No Shemitah. No Shemitah. I can work the land. And the peros are not uh, filled with any type of limitations because there's no Kedusha. So if it grows in my backyard and it grows in Eretz Israel, it's the same thing. The problem is, I shouldn't say it's a problem, but the point is that most of the Rishonim hold that today Kedusha is Eretz Yisrael is what? Not Midr It's Minah Torah. So we're back to square one. We're back to square one. So the place that we went from here is we said, wait, wait a minute, it's true that Kedushas Eretz Yisrael is only Midr I'm sorry. It's true that Kedushas Eretz Yisrael is, is minat But still, Shemitah is Midr Why should Shemitah be the HaBonon if, if Kedushas Eretz Yisrael is Midr Because Shemitah has another interesting and important detail that makes it today Yol HaMidr why should, she, if Conditions Area 2 tells me Torah, and the Torah says, in the seventh year, when it's Conditions Area 2 tells me Torah, you can't, you have to treat the land as you're supposed to treat it during Shemitah, so why should Shemitah only be, with the Rabbana? Anybody remember? Because, what? Yeah. Yovel. Yovel. So the Gemara says, Yovel. The Gemara says, um based on, um the Sheet of Rebbe, Rebbe Yudha Nasi, that it uses a double Lashon um, of Shemitah and the Gemara says b'shtei shmitas akals of medaber and Rabbi Nasi based on a Rashi in Gittin and the Suggi of Prozbulz comes along and says you know what shmita and the um, the application of Shemitah is tali is dependent on the application of yovel <laughs> if yovel is minat Torah is minat Torah if yovel is not minat Torah then Shemitah is only me well okay. So Schmidt is dependent on Yovell now it's very important in order to know whether the Makhira is going to help us because if shemitah is the and maybe the mechira will help us. Now we have to figure out. Okay, well, is yovel today minatodra or not? The answer is yovel today is not Minatora. Why is yovel not Minatorah Because the pasuk says in the sugi of yovel in parashas Bahar, right after the sugi, right after the Parish of shemitah, that yovel only applies when there's kol yo shve'o aleha. Even though that's not the pashah shot in the pasuk, but chazal darshen Bizmansha, kol Yoshvel, aleha when all the Jewish people are living in Eretz Yisrael, there's Yovel. When all the people are not living in Eretz Yisrael, there's not Yovel. What does it mean, kol Yisrael, you need every single Jew living there? No, the Ramban says, you need rove of kol shevet v'shevet. The Rabbeinu Tam says something interesting. He says actually all you need is a representation of each shevet. You have three guys from Yisachar, you have two guys from Don, you got a few people from uh, from Shevet bin Yamin, you have uh, maybe uh, twenty chever that comes in from 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 from, from Shimon. You know, and you, you pull it, you pull together, a, you know, a papaj of 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 twelve shvatim. Now you have Yalva. The Rambans, first, we don't even have that. See so the Rabbeinu Tam would say we don't have we don't know who's which shevet is who. Um, but but uh, the Ramban says you need kol shevet v'shev, rov kol shevet v'shev. You need rov of shevet shimon We don't know who's who. Besides the fact that Yosef says that each shevet has to be living in their makom, in their chelik, and their nachala Although it's a side point when we're talking min chamarev, how it appears from a postic in Yecheskel that uh, there's going to be a new nachala a new um, um, dividing of the land of Eretz Israel in the future, which is very, very interesting. And in that division, there's going to be a Chelek for Avram, and a Chelek for Yitzhak, and a Chelek for Yaakov, and Levi's going to have their own Chelek. It's very interesting. It seems to go against the puzzle in the Torah that says, Levi will not have a Chelek. So that's Tzarachin. But, don't, don't, let's not that you know, like parentheses. Let's close that parenthesis and come right back. So is Yovel today Torah or not? According to the view then I'll say Yovel today is not Torah because there's no leho. And we're possibly like Rebbe. We possibly like Rebbe, presumably so. I mean there are some the Natsiv and others say that uh, that we don't necessarily possibly like Rebbe, but we possibly like Rebbe. I'm sorry, the Natsiv says that Shemitah, right, many some of the Rishonim, I think the Rambam maybe. Doesn't pass like Rebbe I don't remember, but there's certainly some Rishonim who don't paschal like Rebbe They say Shemitah is not dependent on Yovel. We hold Shemitah is dependent on Yovel. So if Yovel today is not Menatara, why is Yovel not today Menatara? Because there's no Koyash Vealev, then Shemitah is also not Menatara. The word is Shemitah. Shemitah only Midirabanon. Shemitah is only, shemitah is only Back to the story. You sell the land to the non-Jew. We said, you only said that it makes a difference, that it removes the Kedusha, that there's no halacha, there's no mitzvah of when the Jew, when the non-Jew owns it. There's no mitzvah to Tul if the halacha is So the halacha is So then the sale to the non-Jew will work. And now there's no Shemitah on the land of the non-Jew. Now you notice I changed my words a tiny drop, because it doesn't really work so well. The reason why it doesn't work so well is because the way we explained it before is to say that where the kaddushas Haaretz is midravonon, where the whole kaddusha of the land is midravonon, selling it to the non-Jew will, will remove that kadusha and the will remove the halachas that apply to that kadusha. But where the kaddushas minat Torah, even if the detailed halachas midravonon like shmita, because it's telling totally you, but the Kedusha's minat Torah, but the, the halach of Shemitah's is Midr-Abbana, maybe the sale to the non-Jew will not be able to remove the Kedusha, and Shemitah will still apply. That's the discussion that we have. That's the ongoing discussion that we have. Does the sale to the non-Jew help to remove the halachas of Shemitah, since Shemitah is even if Bonan, but the Kedusha is Minatorah, that's a shaila. again this is Khazara. so we're not going to go too much into that, but that's part of the discussion. One more layer that we mentioned is that not only is Shemitah today midrabbana, but there are a slew of Rishonim, the Balamor and the Rivet included, right? Two big guns, the Balamor and the Rivet, both say that Shemitah is not even Midrahbanam today. Shemitah is actually a Midras Chasidus today. midas Chasidus? What does he come up with that one? What do you mean? That's the one that makes the most sense. Why? Because if you're comparing, if you're depending Shemitah on Yovel, so, Yovel's Minat Torah, is Minat Torah. When Yovel's Midurabonah, Shemitah's Midurabonah. What's Yovel today? Midurabonah? There's no Yovel at all today, Midurabonah. At one point, after there was no Kohoshvelah, there was still a Bezin Kavua and Yerushalayim that they were Koveya. You know, Lizicharan Biyama, perhaps. I don't know if they had any of the halachas of sending the slaves free and the land going back. But they used to count the years of Yovel. They used to say, this is the Yovel. Maybe they would blow the shofar. But they don't do that, they don't do that, that, that stopped years ago. So if you almost not eat Minder Rabbanon, then Shemitah, forget about being the Abbanon, Shemitah, so, so why do we do Shemitah? You, you wanna do it, do it. You don't wanna do it, don't do it. So, so if you wanna, you wanna talk about the Hetter Mechira, first of all, you have, why is there a Hetter? Hetter, Los Sechonim, we figured out ways of bypassing the Los Sechonim. And even the Chazanish who says that there is Los Sechonem, once you sell it, Lemai said the guy owns it. Now you want to know, the guy owning it, does it remove the, does it, does it remove the halachas of Shemitah? First of all, Shemitah is not even Midarabbanam, it's only Midarabbanam. So if a Goy owns it, for sure there's no Shemitah. Second of all, Shemitah is maybe, and even if you don't hold like the balm on the Ravid, it's not going to be Menat Torah because there's no yovel, no yovel, no Shemitah. Sheshemitah and Moshe is So the guy owns it, no Shemitah. The other tzad will say, the other, just to understand, the other tzad it will say, no, 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 no. The Balmora and the private doesn't apply because they're a das yachid. Please don't bring them into the conversation. So, Shmita is at most mid So, I agree with you, Shemitah is But selling it to a guy doesn't remove halachas de Selling land and arshil to a guy removes kedusha only if the kedusha is midravon. Here, kedusha we hold kedusha in The kedusha of Israel is Torah. So why does not shemitah minat Torah? It's a side point. Shemitah is totally on yovel, but that's a side point. But the Kedusha's Minat Torah doesn't say that when you sell land to a non-Jew, all the of the Rabbana don't apply. It says if the kedushas is mid and selling land to a non-Jew removes that Kedusha. But if the Kedusha's Minat Torah and there's a detail of a particular halacha that's midrabana, selling it to a non-Jew will not help. And that is where we left I mean, where we left off, but that is the machlokas a part of to really understand the machlokas of not the hetamahhira, but the toelas of the mahirah. Therefore, if you hold over the head to fully, so you sell the land to a Nanju. the Nanju is Mafkiah, the kedusha because it's Baran, or Shemitah doesn't apply because it's Midorah Baran. So then, it's very, very simple. The fruits that grow while the Nanju owns the land does not have the din of Peroshviyas. doesn't have the din of Peroshviyas. So, holech lech karagil. You can... You can, I mean, you can, I mean, the truth is, even a Jew, if you really hold like this, can plant, can plow, it's, it's, it's the same way you can plant and plow, and pick and sell, and, and, and throw out, and do whatever you want, just like you can do it with your tomatoes and your mangoes in, uh, in Teaneck, or in Bergenfield. You can do it anyway, why not? If you hold that, there's Yesh you sold it, and it's Yesh there's no Kedusha, there's no Shemitah, so do whatever you want. Even those who rely on the hatemachirer, because they understood the different stud and said, "Listen, we want to rely on the hatemachirer. We sell the land to the non-Jew, and maybe it removes the kedusha. But there's still a to say it doesn't. You know what we're going to do? We're not going to do any of the work. The Jew is not going to do any of the work. The non-Jew will do the work. We'll hire the non-Jews to do the work." Right, Rav Kook says that uh, the, the halach of minat Torah of doing work during shemitah is only for a Jew, not for a non-Jew. Just like on Shabbos, on Shabbos the is: if I do work, it's a nisim minat Torah. If I ask a guy to do work, even if I ask him straight, clear, please turn on the fire for me and cook the and cook the soup and uh, and 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 weave the the the, the, the cloth. The halacha is: at most, you're over nisid Unless he starts running your whole business Then the Ramban says That that might be a, a violation of Shabbos Shabbos and But in terms of So, so too During Shemitah asked the In order to protect ourselves We'll ask the non-Jew to do the work But the Peros The Peros The Peros will have No kadusha. You can export them You can sell them and You can throw them out If you hold That there is no Heter to sell the land Or if there's a Heter <coughs> But you don't like the whole Kenyan element of the guy because the Kedusha is really Minatora. And maybe you hold Shemitah's Minatora because you don't think Shemitah is dependent on yovel. So then you did the sale, but the sale didn't accomplish anything. So the slant the last Kedusha, no one can plant it. I mean, the guy can do whatever he wants. I mean, it's his. But you certainly can't be involved in it. And the, the fruits have Kedusha's Peroshviz and you can't export them, you, you can't do business with them and you can't, and you can't throw them out. But, uh, certainly, certainly, you can, and you sh- can eat them, and you should eat them, and you should eat them. Right. That's what we're up to. That's what we're up to in terms of Hatam One One other thing that we mentioned is that there is a halacha of Hefke Peroshvius. Hafka Perashvius, this is the Makhlokas, the Mabit, and this is, it's important, but it's, I don't, it's, take two minutes just to remember, to remind ourselves of this for the second time. We'll get to the 101st time, you know, in a little while. But uh, where the means that the Halacha is, it's interesting, this Halacha doesn't even, it's not even written in Pasha's Bahar. It's hidden in Pasha's Mishpatin. That that the land, in addition to not planting and not plowing and not uh, and not pruning and not harvesting in the regular way, the aloha is that uh, you have to be of the land, which means. It doesn't mean that if people are coming in and ruining my land that I have to let them do whatever they want. That's crazy. It doesn't mean that I have to let the wild animals come in. It means I have to give people open access to the land. And if they're ruining it, so then maybe I have to figure something out with the Besden to make sure that they, they're going. It's going to cost me millions of dollars. They're not being respectful. I don't have to let the bears come in or, or the animals come in and, and ruin everything. So you can close the gates for the animals, and you have to give time for the. You know, you have to. Be, but it's not the same way. It's hefker. The same way. It's not. It's the, the same way. It's not theirs. It's not yours. It's everybody's. It's everybody's. So we had a machlokas the mabit and the beis they both they were contemporaries. I think the mabit was a, 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 a hover bezden on the beis yosef's bezden. They argued all the time, which is the way every bezin should be, right? And the halachal uh, And the the mabit says the halach of hefker is that the land is hefker during the year of shemitah. Who makes it hefker? Exactly, <clears throat> not you. It's hefker. If you come, who made it afkar? Hashem made it Hefkore. Rachmana Afkore. The Rebarsh law makes it Hefkore. That's what he said. The land's not, seventh year, it's not yours. Ah, you say it's yours. You say it's yours, then you're in violation of this halacha, and that land, because you're not letting anybody in, because you're not allowing people to come in, is called shamur. What does shamur mean? You're watching it. You shouldn't be watching it. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be nishma, it should be nifkar, watching. And if you're doing work on the land, by the way, that's called nevad. So work that has been done on land and on fruits is called nevad. If you didn't work it, but you didn't allow people to come in, that's called nishma, that's called shamur. So, who makes it hefkar? The halacha is, Bez, um, um, the rabbinah makes it hefkar. The Torah makes it hefkar. The Beis Yosef says, no, no, no. The way it's hefkar is you have to be Mafka the land. The Torah says you have to be ma- Let's say you're now Mafka the land. Then you're a violation of not being mafka the land, but it's not hefker. All right. So now you sell the land to the non-Jew. Did he make it hefker? Let's assume for a minute. Let's assume for a minute, for a minute, that ain't So the 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 the, 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 um, the, the, the perishvias have full kedusha. You sell it to the non-Jew has full kadusha. So, so what did it accomplish? I don't know what it. Maybe it didn't accomplish anything. But it's, it's, land that belongs to the non-Jew in Eretz Yisrael. Well, you didn't sell it. It just happens to be that he owned land. He owns land in Eretz Yisrael and he has a farm in Eretz Yisrael. So, he's not of the land. So if he's not of the land, so perhaps, this is the base Yosef, perhaps, that if he's not of the land, so then the, the fruits are not Hefker. If they're not Hefker, then maybe they don't even have Kedusha's Paroshvius. Maybe Kedusha's Paroshvius is told him whether they're Hefker or not. And if that's true, so if the non is not mothka the land, then the peros don't have Kedush's peroshviz. And that's the sheet of the Beis Yosef, which is what many poskim said, including, I think, the Ridbaz. No, the Pasach Shulchan says that we pass them like the Beis Yosef, which means that even if you would hold Ein kinyan the Misa buying fruits from a non-Jew's land because he was not mothka it, don't have Kedush's peroshviz. Of course, then, it's interesting, you'd have to give Trumas and Miserus on those fruits. Because during Shvirs, there's no Trumas and Miserus. But that's only if they have Kedushim as So it turns out a Chumrah. The base Yosef says, you buy stuff from a non-Jew in Eretz Yisrael, it's not Hefkir, there's no Kedushim as but it's, reg- it's regular fruit of Eretz Yisrael. And you have to give from The Mabit says it is good, Why? Because it doesn't matter if the guy was Ma'afgir. It's half it has Kedushim as Shvis, it's Hefkir. So I buy it, I have to treat it like Peroshviyas, but I don't have to give Jumas of the the, the, the mabit started telling people to give Trumus and maizos on fruits that were the mabit was telling people not to give trumas and maizos on fruits that were grown in the guy's land and the beis yosef said anybody who doesn't give Trumus and maizos is an cheirum for, for years and years and years we're assuming that the gedulei peiros nachum that which grows in the farm of the non jew in eretz Yisrael, does not have kedushas peiros shvius. And therefore you have to give Chumas and maizras. Now this young whippersnapper is coming in telling us it has kudushas perishvias and you don't have to give Trummas and maizras. Don't listen to him. It's going against the, 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 the mid-hug of generations in Eretz Yisrael. So we often will talk, the holak the base Yosef. The base Yosef would say that if you buy something from a non-Jew land in Eretz Yisrael, that it doesn't have kudushas perishvias, it's not Hefker, and you have to give chummas and maizras. That's the base Yosef's position. Or the bits position, which says, you buy stuff from a non-Jewan Eretz Yisrael, and that's Kedusha's And therefore, you don't have to give Chumas and that's what we're up to. That's het the machira. Do you hold from the the machira or not? I don't know. Do you hold? You have you have to figure that out. Ask, ask your posik. Ask your rav. Do you hold that machira? There's certainly a lot of roots and grounds to hold from it. There are many rabbanim who held losachanim doesn't apply, and there's a tremendous Because kashmik is only the rabbanim. One of those big gedolim was Rav Kook. Rav Kook says, kashmik is only with the rabbanim, um, and therefore since and and you're allowed to sell it for the reasons that we mentioned. There's a Elos for the machira because of Yesh Kinyan. And once it's Yesh Kenyan, so then maybe uh, you can uh, you can you don't have to worry about the kedusha of the peros Now, can you work the land? Meikurat, the then you should be able to work the land also, because Yesh Kenyan says if you hold that there's really a Yesh Kenyan today, that there's no kedusha in the land. So why would you not work the land? Once you hold from the makira, why not have a Jew go in with his plow and start plowing the land? So we didn't mention one svara to say even if you hold Yesh Kenyan. Doesn't mean that the kinian of the guy is mafkiya and uproots the kedusha. The kedusha always remains in Eretz Israel. All it means is that the mitzvahs that come out of the fruits that grow in that land are not chayav in those mitzvahs because they belong to a god. But the land still has kedusha, so therefore, you can't work the land because it has kedusha, but the fruits will not have the status of kedusha's parachutes. So, Lamaisa, those who hold the Hatamachira, will not do work on the land. Kairos will not have kedusha, and therefore they won't treat them with any level of kedusha. That's the hetta Any questions on the hetta mechira? Yes. Could you say you will not work for the land. Yeah. Does that mean if a goy who owns the land, Why is a Jew work for the land? I don't think I don't think, he, uh, I, don't think he, I don't think we will do that also. Because again, assuming like the svara that we just said, that even when the Jew owns the, even when the non-Jew owns the land, there's still kedusha saar. It's just that the fruits don't have kedusha. So it doesn't matter if it's his land or someone else's land. It's Eretz Yisrael has kedusha. A Jew will not own that. It will not do work on that land. So I think even in that case, they won't do it. The early, the early uh, um, uh, uh, truvas talk about Jew can do work on the land. Avodos those and not of the there are avodas that are the second parak in the Shviyot has the halakas meyavle, mecharke, meavke, all these, all these things that are only with the Rabbon, Those the Jew would do, but the dorayos. What's dorayos? Zriya, satchalos, sizra karmachalos, sismor that the non-Jew that the Jew will not do but I think today I don't know but I think today the, the Jews aren't going to do anything they might be there they might be telling them what to do right? you don't want to just you know leave for, for a whole year you come back but I mean that would be a tremendous butachom, but um, but you are you are what's it called you are uh, so you, allow, you allow the, the non to do the work yeah yeah, yeah. that's a Shiloh that's a Shiloh some say it's only on the seller. Don't say it's only on the seller. I think that's the way we assume. I think that's the way... I don't remember, but I think that's the way we assume. I think there's a machlokas. I think that this... The sugi of selling and buying is in Sukkot HaPlamites. You know, the Mar talks about buying an Esrog Shal shviz. We should talk about that too. Buying an Esrog Shal shviz. How do you pay for the Esrog Shal shviz? What do you mean how do you pay? It's an Esrog Shal shviz, It has Kedusha's Pera So you buy it. You give the person money. So what happens? The, the, the Esrog has kedusha. And the money that you spent on it also has kedusha. So I have the esrog; I can use it for my for my for my mitzvah. He has the money. What does he have to do with that money? He can't just use the money for anything. He has to use that money to buy other food and eat that food for kedusha's perashvius. It's a little bit dangerous who you to give the money to. That's why the Gemara, the Mishnah says, Ain mostrin dmei shvi la Someone who doesn't know these halachas, you can't just spend money on on that which is uh, on that which has kedusha's perashvius. So he might not be an iser on the buyer. But it is um, it is an issue to give money to someone which it has which is nitvas by Kdushus So you go to Costco, you buy something that's Kudushus Pereshvius. In addition to trying to figure out what you do with that which you bought, that ruminarity struggle, I also have to worry about, hey, but I gave money to the cashier which went into the right, you have to pay by cash over there. I gave money to the cashier, it goes into the that's giving de may payroll for the banana that I bought from Mary Israel, for, to someone who's not gonna use the Deme Peroshvius in the proper way. So I, I made it, I have a bazillion in the Deme of Peroshvius. So what do you do in such a case? So you just pay it by credit card. Pay it by credit card, so when do you get, when do you pay? Uh, Three three weeks from now, that's already the banana's already gone. That's already not considered the may perosvius. Only the mei when it's one for one. That's why the nitziv, when he would buy a from from those who were dealing with Esroge, Peroshviyas, he would say, "Do you mind if I pay you after yomtiv?" Because this way, he wasn't giving the money to the to the businessman who didn't know you know anything about the, the halachas and he wasn't interested in the halachas. He'd buy. He said, "The nitziv, I you, I can trust." He'd take the Esrog, he'd shake the Esrog, he'd eat the Esrog after yomtiv. Right? The Kedushas Peroshvius. And then you would pay the guy, and the money that goes to the guy after, there's no Esrog. You don't say that the Es, that money takes on the Kedushas Peroshvius if the Esrog is no longer in the world. So that's the way you, you pay by you pay by HaKofa, you, you pay on, on credit, which is what, the, which is another option, you can pay by, by credit. So that's the, that's the Hetem I hope that that's, hope that that's a, a, a clear. Yeah? What I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know they don't rely on the hatemachira. They don't rely on I, I would I would guess the mahajan restaurants probably rely on the Yeltsir Bezdin. That's what I would guess. Or they probably get their fruits, vegetables uh, from outside, somewhere outside Eretz That's what I would guess. Then I, I would think that they're not relying on the hatemachira. The 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 Rabbonit restaurants probably do rely on the hatemachira. Presumably, right? And that's that's my uh, my assumption. Um, that's the assumption. So now that's the Hadamakah. What's the, what is the, what's the Otsar bezin? The bezin says, you can't sell land to a non-Jew in Israel. Los You're not gonna sell land to a non-Jew. So what, what, so what, so what are you gonna do? You can't do any work on any land. Why? Well, there's no non-Jew in the, in the, there's no non-Jew in this discussion. Otsar bezin. there is no non-Jew. We're not dealing with selling land. There's no selling of land. A Jew owns land, he owns a farm, so he owns a farm. So now, he can't work the land the so seventh year. Fine, he can't work the land. But what happens to all those apples? What happens to all those mangoes? What are we going to do? Are just going to let them grow and fall? I mean, first of all, he's going to lose a lot of money. Second of all, people need mangoes. How are you going to make a salad without mangoes? Okay, no mangoes. But you need fruit. You need vet. You need something, right? So the answer is, yeah, this is what we're going to do. There's a Toseft and Shvia's Perek test that says... That uh, Bezdin somehow was able to do things That the regular people, the Hamonam, were not able to do The aloha is, as we mentioned You can't plant, you can't plow, you can't prune But you can harvest But only for what you need for a few days Why? Because the land is hefker The land is hefker So if I go in and I start bringing in my trucks and my combines That's not hefker, that means that's my land and I'm in violation of Lo sivtsar in the normal way. The Lashon of Chazal, the Torah doesn't say it. The Chazzer says Lo sivtsar. You can't harvest. Chazal says Lo Sivtzar Kederech Habotsrim. You can't harvest in the normal way. You can harvest a little bit. You go with your, you know, the old-fashioned way. You go with your, 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 you know, your basket. You pick, uh, you know, twenty-five avocados. Twenty-five is a lot. I go to the store. We, you, you buy a, you know, A pack of four. But that, you, know, if you buy ten avocados for the family. You buy, uh, you know, six uh, mangoes. You buy, and that's it and you're done that's all you can pick Bezin can come in and they can start harvesting as much as they want what there's a, is there such a thing that Bezin can do in Avera that, that people can't do that doesn't make, doesn't make sense so the way we had we had different the Rabbi the, the, Shlomo Surlio said he doesn't understand the whole thing that whole perceptive that says that Bezin was doing the harvesting in the normal way was referring to Shishis. Not peros They were, they was like Yosef Atsadik. They were, they were, they were bringing in the peros in order to allow and distribute those peros during shvias, because they knew during shvias there would be no fruit because of Shemitah. But that's not the way we assume. The Ramban says very clearly that Bezen can even work with peros They can't work the land because the land's the less kedusha. But what about the peros? The peros they can harvest. Why can they harvest? The Torah says you can't harvest the normal way. What's the answer? The answer is why can you not harvest in the normal way? So well, you can't harvest in the wrong way because harvesting in the wrong way implies that I'm the Baalim. And I'm taking it for myself. And it should be Hefker. So you know what Besdin does? You know what Otzer Besdin is? Amazing hop. What Otzer Besdin does, what the Tosefta is referring to is when Besdin does it, all they're doing is sh- Distributing and being maftir the fruits in a normal way; otherwise, it's going to be crazy. People are going to be stamping on it, stomping on each other. People are going to be pulling fruits. They're going to ah, but let's let's do this in a Masududika way. Let's let us go in. Let us harvest everything. We'll put it into a big you know silo, and we'll distribute it during the year as people need it. They're not taking; they're not being over in Avirah. They're just actually they're taking the kavana of the Torah of distributing to everyone, and they're really distributing it to everyone in a normal, very uh, orderly fashion. So that's why they can do it. But when they do that, so it haven't. This doesn't belong to a guy. There's still Kadusha. The kedushas peros shvius is still there, right? The la'achlav lola is still there. La'achlav lola is still there. You kill. You still can't export the fruit. So you have Oh, you go. You go into a store. Otser Bez, is an otsir bezin fig. I buy the otsir bezin fig. I have a fig that has caduceus perishvis. There's, there's no guy. There was no guy in this, uh, you know, kesheben. So what do I do with it? I eat the fig. What do I do with the pit? The pit you can throw out. Let's say there's a little bit of fig still on the pit. Then you have to wait a day or two till it rots because you can't uh, just throw out something that still has that's still edible. A soup. You make soup, a vegetable soup with um, or or fruit soup with kedushas with things from oseh and kedushas perishvius. So after the soup is over, you leave it out of the refrigerator for a day or two. No one eats soup that's well, not no one, but the. Most people don't eat soup after it's been out for a day or two from the fridge. Then you can throw it out. Some people are machmed they don't even throw it out in the regular garbage, they put a separate a separate pail. The, the Kedusha Speroshir's pail. Is pale. As opposed to putting it into the uh, you know, into the regular into the regular garbage. That's ultra bezin. Otzer bezin, all ultra bezin does is it dis- the land is half, everybody can come in and do it. Let's do this in an orderly fashion. So they're not vi- they're not violating, they're actually enhancing what it is that the Torah actually wants to happen. The only problem is when you go to the store and you buy Otzer Bezin you're paying m- more than you're paying for the for the But we just said that Otzer Bezin you can't pay for the fruit. The answer is you're not paying for the fruit. You're paying for the, for the labor but not the fruit. Okay, why am I paying more? It's a good question. I don't know if you're really not supposed to pay more, I think the Chazanish said. If you're paying more or if you're not paying less considerably, then the whole thing is a kichuhov Then obviously this is not really what's happening. Okay, so you have to figure that out. But that's how Ozer Bezdin works. Otzar Bezin keeps kedushas perushvies. Hatemechira removes kedushas perushvies. Hatemechira allows for exporting fruit from Eretz Yisrael. Bezin does not allow exporting fruit. Hatemechira says that the fruit can be thrown out of the normal way. Otzar Bezin says the fruit cannot be thrown out of the normal way. That's the difference. Al and One other halacha that we mentioned is a halacha of beer. Beer perosshivis is a new halacha, which of course relates to everything. Which, would, of course, beer perosshivis only applies on something that has perosshivis. If it's hetamachir and has no kedushas perosshivis, then beer doesn't apply. What is beer? Beer is that halacha that says that after this particular item is no longer accessible in the fields because it's out of season, you can't find it anymore. So then at that point, any extra food that I have in my house from that particular species of fruit, I have to take it outside and I have to say, this is half anybody can come and take it. Achinu Beis Yisrael. Come and take the hefker. I look around here and there. I sit in front of my three best friends. No one's taking it. I take it back into my house. I'm, that's my halacha of beer. The Rambam says you actually have to destroy it. We don't really have to destroy it. You have to be masculine at that particular period of time. And that's the halacha of beer. of Bezdin and Hatem What some say, they don't like the of Bezdin. They think the whole thing is our Rambam. They don't like the Hatem because they don't want to sell land to the non-Jews. So what do they do? So they buy from Hamas. I don't know how that makes any sense. I mean, you, say, I, I, you have to figure out a way to work within the halakha, but you can't buy from the enemy. You want to buy from Argentina, okay, but to buy from, uh, from, from, from the enemy, from the Oye Visone, you have to figure out a way to work within the halakha, that, and if you, and if you're gonna be mekel I'd rather be makel on the halakha of Shvius than be, than be makel on Hilkas, uh, you know, the Tafashos and Hilkas, uh, you know, being, trying to abet the, the, the So that I find is, uh, uh, almost over the over the top over the top sometimes you get so caught up with the detailed halacha you miss the you know you miss the you miss the whole forest but that's uh, that's my opinion but anyway so that's the uh, that's the hope everybody uh, you know has a better understanding this is the second time next week we'll do the third time we'll continue this for the next four years yeah yes yes that's right it shouldn't right the, the, the funny thing that when I buy the Osir, and the, the one thing we didn't mention, we should mention, the Ramban says that on Osir Bezin there's no deal of beer because beer is being masquerade the fruit, that's, that's what that's what is doing, they've gathered it in order to be masquerade, so it's already Hefker, it's enough to be masquerade again. Only that stuff I took into my house is mine. I have to be I have to do beer to be masquerade. Bezdin never took it into their house. They put it into the odzer. And that's hesker. So they don't have to be masquerade again. But when I buy from the odzer, and I take it into my house, then I do have to... If I have that during the time of beer, when that time comes, when I look at the chart and it says, there's no more mangoes in the field, this is the day, then I have to take out the stuff. Even if I bought it from the odzer, I have to take it out and be and be masquerade. We also mentioned, maybe, that the halach of exporting fruit may be tied to the halacha of, um, of, uh, of beer. So if, if you find a situation where there's no beer, like esrog, because beer only applies on those things that are, that eventually, they're out of season. Esrog will stay on the tree for five years. As Ron showed us his esrog, there's a reason that his esrog is that big. It's not because it was on the tree for six months, it was because it was on the tree for five years. So, so therefore maybe there's no din of exporting, uh, there's no halakha of ain motsiyin because maybe the only reason you can't export fruit is because you have to do the beer. And Eretz if there's no beer then there's no din of, of exporting. There's no din of exporting. did um, that answer? I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember. That the yeah, the main thing, the main thing. One other very important point. Last point. You go to Costco. You buy a pepper. It says Sabra. It grew in Eretz Yisrael. I'm going to pay. I'm going to pay. I'm going to pay. I'm going to pay with my credit card. I don't think you can not pay with a credit card in Costco. Yes. Credit card? American Express. American Express. Okay. Because if you pay with a debit card, it, it comes out of your... It's, it's done. you paid already. Right? <laughs> Although, you the didn't merchant, really give them cash. The merchant is paid. The you know, customer gets its money within a few days, three days. Right. So you better eat it fast. Well, it, it depends on whether they, okay. the problem is. Okay. You pay American Express for sure. you are talking to that point. American Express is advancing it. I see. So so, all right. Well, let's. If he's pay American Express, it's going to be a month. Right. So I have I have the pepper. So very simple. I take the pepper. I didn't. There's no. There's no problem of giving him money because the money doesn't have to do with because I didn't give him money. He's going to be paid in a month. I have the pepper in my house now. I don't want to rely on the Hatta Makira, So it has Kedushah. Because it was grown in her. It's today, this year. So I just eat it and roll away. The answer is no. Not a pepper. Why? Because halacha is that peppers and things that are grown from the ground, like vegetables, that grow during shvies, you can't eat. Why? You cannot eat. Why? There's a separate halacha called Sfichim. Is an isa, we hold, and we hold which says, if it grows on a tree, a tree, you don't have to, the apples on the tree, the guy didn't plant the apple tree this year. I'm pretty sure about that, right? When did he plant the apple tree? 80 years ago, there's an apple tree that's up. I don't have to worry that he's gonna use that apple and say, hey, this apple is actually a, a, a fruit from, um, it's a fruit from this year, but I planted it, you know, last year. I didn't do any work on this fruit. Well, we know you didn't do any work because apples don't grow on trees that are planted this year. So therefore, there's no dindra bonon that you can't eat apples that grew during shviyas. But those things that have to be replanted every year, what was happening is people were taking advantage. They grow peppers in the ground, And they would pick it up and say, when did I grow the pepper? I grew the pepper during Shemitah. I was over the aver of of planting during Shemitah. I I take the pepper and I sell it. I say, I I don't want to buy your pepper. Why? It doesn't have Kaddush's Per You can do whatever you want with it. I grew it last year. This is a pepper from last year. This is a pepper I grew So those things that grow from the ground That you have to plant every single year Chazal said What people were doing Is they were they were planting it on shviz And they were saying It was planted from last year So svichin There's a dindarabana We don't eat those things That are vegetables That grow during shviz So therefore a pepper It's true you did everything right With the money And it has Kedush's peror shviz And you should be able to eat it because of svikin you can't. Mangoes? Mangoes are not planted every year. Those you can eat to your heart's content. Eat it, and anything that's left over, wait till it rots, don't throw it out right away, then you throw it out. Um, but peppers and tomatoes, that's why I made that distinction in the beginning, those things have a halacha of svikin, it's an to eat those things, because those things that are planted during Shemitah. Um, um, don't just have Kedush's perishwits, they have the Halach of Svichim, which means that you can't rely on that um, at all during the year of Shemitah. You have to assume that it's an Israel of Svichim on those fruits. Now, if you bought it at the beginning of the year of Shemitah, then you can assume that it was planted during shvi- Shishis. But if you know that it was planted during, it started to be planted at the beginning of Shemitah, not if it grew during Shemitah, if it was planted during Shemitah, then there's Halach of and you can't rely on that. There is, yeah? grow. I don't remember. I know it's a disgust. It sounds like uh, is hydrophonic, something grown in water. Have the halach of shvius. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. It says you know there's a rishami that distinguishes between the sade and the aretz. So Soda may include sade. I think does not include mayim, but aretz may include aretz. Includes if it's grown in the dirt and in the water. That's aretz, and uh, sade only includes that which is in the actual dirt, not not the water. So by Shvi'is, it says both Sodeh and Oretz. It says, V'oisa Shabbos HaOret Shabbos and Then it says, Sodcha mm-hmm. So it includes both Sodcha and Oretz, which may mean that the Lav doesn't apply because it's not part of Sodeh, but the Asay does apply because it's part of Oretz. So it might still apply during Tamayim. But we have to do some more research on that. Okay, everybody have a great